0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Are you still cutting your own grass? Are you still trying to get your landscaping to look perfect on your own? That sounds sweaty. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a job for Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping and Services. Family-owned and operated Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping and Services located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy has the quality and experience to get your yard looking its best. The Garden Center offers plants, trees, sod, mulch, rocks, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, and much more while the Lawn and Landscaping Services offers mowing, trimming, planting, and full landscaping. Visit them on their social media pages for more info. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, get your free estimate today. Welcome to the Popco Project podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching the Popco Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. Recording in progress. Did you guys get that? Oh
1: yeah. oh yeah.
0: All right. It's legal. It's it's a we're safe now. You guys can't sue me. You you know that we're recording. Ah,
1: shit. Well, we don't have the means to do something like that. So you're safe.
0: Good. Good. I would hope that you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> the Brendan Brisk Band. How are you guys doing? How is it going? Good. Good. Were you guys just out at like watching um a band play in 44
2: I was just at uh, the Rudder Ave building watching yeah. outside five. Some of the best, most yeah. incredible musicians to Mr. ever a. come Driscoll. out of this area. Nick F. and Driscoll, Roy Williams, AJ Jump. Uh, just a super talented group of guys that usually play in Scranton, um, but they made it down to our home turf in wilkes so I had to go catch them quick.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, I hope he remembers that. We're doing this tonight. Because <laughs> I mean, if I was watching those guys play, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck Popco. Like, <laughs> there was a second where I'm like, "If they had beer
2: here, I might have to cancel this interview." But uh, ah. we were saved. <laughs> yeah, Brendan
1: has these very jam-packed days where he will do—he'll like bounce around all around uh, NEPA and then go do like a gig at night. He's very active at all
2: times.
0: You got to do it now. You're young. I try to make the most out
2: of it. Yeah, you have to. Well, how old do you think I am?
0: 25. 30. 30. Okay. 80. Yeah, we're so that's still 30 very young. Good genes. You're still very young. <laughs> I remember when I was 30, I was still closing bars down to, at 2 a.m. at 30. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should be prouder <laughs> or not, but that was that was my life.
2: Which bars? Can we say that on air?
0: I mean, it depended. I mean, it, uh there was Brews Brothers West. There was Cafe West, West Side Cafe, rather um was liam still around when i was 30 i mean not nothing crazy they were usually the smaller uh the smaller places but you know it was fun
2: i feel like i missed out with like all the stuff happening like voodoo lounge and like staircase and like you see some of the bands
0: that play there it's like
2: man like i would love to see some of those bands yeah it feels like we're on the uh what
1: the leftovers of, of a lot of that stuff
0: you definitely are and i was it was funny i was just talking i think it was to nowhere slow um last week and um those guys have been doing it for i think 20 years now so they they saw you know um well i mean they started in 2006 so it was like almost 20 it was, it's it's close whatever um but even when they started there was like this generation before us because they're the same age i am that just kind of had this like the like access to like clubs that, you know, I missed out on. And then my wife is four years younger than me. And there's, there's places like um, Murray's that she missed out on.
2: Yeah.
0: And it just, it changes so quickly. Like, I mean, four years, there was so many clubs and, and bars and, and places that were just gone by the time she turned 21. And you guys are obviously much younger than that. So it's like, I, I feel like I missed out on a lot, but I had a lot. And then the generation after me, like they didn't have much. And it just keeps dwindling as time goes on. I'm waiting for
2: more stuff to open up. I think there's a lot of talks happening where people are like, we got to do it. And eventually, you know, it dies out one place and it comes up another. So I'm just waiting on like that next round of like...
1: It's hard to tell if it's just like blind optimism because I do feel like there is more like energy happening. Every time we post something, it does look like more people are excited about doing things and having venues happen. But at the same time, we feel like we also need to keep diversifying and traveling outside the area to... Feel like we're moving forward, that kind of thing.
0: I think you're definitely right. I mean, unfortunately, in this area, Northeastern Pennsylvania, um, I don't want to say, I mean, I feel like the scene was really about to explode if it hadn't already, right before the pandemic. I mean, I I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I had the radio show, so I had my pulse, like, or my finger on the pulse, rather, of the scene, um, maybe a little more than I do now, but like, I feel like it was just like, a lot going on. The bands were great. The the talent was awesome. Like and then obviously the pandemic hit. And I feel like that really just uh deflated the balloon quite a bit. There's almost
2: always so much talent, like around here. It's it's crazy. Everybody says it, and it's just a matter of finding ways to let it flourish and not necessarily be underground or just straight out stifled, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I always said I would put this area up against um any other in the country um i just i'm very passionate about the uh the talent here obviously the uh the brendan brisk band is is you know on that list um thanks for having us yeah so thank you yeah thanks for doing this i mean i played your music on my show my radio show when i had one um and but i never had the opportunity to sit down and talk with you guys i think rich had you on when i was part of the nepa scene podcast but i was I missed out that that week i forget what i was doing if, if that was in 2018, um, you know, my son was born in late 2017, so I missed the first like few months of of that year just because I was, you know, trying to be a good dad. You know, it was a
2: real sweet cardboard cutout of you, though.
0: Okay, so you were yeah. shortly after the 100th episode. so i'm not crazy i don't like think that highly of myself that i made this cardboard cutout but like (laughs) it was having the 100th episode and i'm like i can't miss it but i was like i forget why i missed it it was was probably that was 100 episode you're probably looking at like march april i don't know it must have been a good reason i think i probably had something going on for work that you know paid my bills and um Pen, you can exactly.
1: definitely say that you've made it once you get a cardboard cutout of yourself. Because <laughs> I see people that have like Guy Fieri cardboard cutouts, and you're like that guy. He's he's the top.
0: You know? But even but even if made put it you put you both. right up
1: there with Guy Fieri, if what? you can get yourself, isn't it Fietti
0: Yeah, <coughs> but sure. you can't you can't call Guy Fietti like that without that. <laughs> Is it's it that...
1: disrespectful to the cardboard <laughs> cutout or the yeah. real one?
0: In both. <laughs> But does it count if you paid for the cutout yourself? Yeah, Yeah. I would say so. Really? Yeah, that seems a little weird. You
1: can definitely inflate your own image if you if you do that kind of thing. Like, didn't like Taylor Swift like get her whole career started just by her dad buying lots of these advertisements? Swift trucking. Anytime you see one of those trucks with Swift on it. Is That's it, the family leader. Peter, Peter Lemon Jello. He was like a doo wop singer. Apparently, he was the guy who invented the infomercial. I learned this yesterday. <laughs> he literally. This, this interview is already <laughs> off the rails. Like he way. literally <laughs> paid for his own advertising. That's how he became famous. Oh, man. That guy's got a whole weird. I don't want to go What's into this? it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got to look into this one. Lemon Jello, yeah.
0: So you're saying I'm gonna be famous because I have a cardboard cutout of myself? Yeah,
2: yeah yes. that's what I. That's
0: what I'm hearing. I don't know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Wherever it is, put it somewhere in downtown Wilkes Barre. Put it in the Axelrad yeah. window so when people are driving by, they can see it and they're gonna say, "I, I want to go in there." There's a cardboard cutout of that guy.
0: In there. I should do that. Well, I. So we're expecting our, our second child um, today is Tuesday, the twenty first. Uh, my my wife will go uh, no later than the eleventh uh, of July. Congrats, so we're just man. thank wow. you. Yeah. We're just under three weeks. So I mean she could go any day, right? But um so uh, I'm getting the nursery ready. I mean it's it's basically done, but the cardboard cutout was in there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't know we were sick. I didn't know that that was did part it, of it. It's amazing. We did,
1: it, did it get you more sleep, like, if the child gets restless and looks over, sees it, and then we'll go back to sleep. And and you get to sleep more.
0: That's brilliant, too. So yeah, um, it made its way out into the hallway at the top of the steps. So it stayed Hard there for, of yeah. Well, no, my wife moved it.
2: okay. Um, <laughs>
0: It's not alive because you
2: like wake up in the middle of the night and it's dark and it's just like, oh, and it's like over the foot of your bed.
0: Yeah. Well, she put it at the top of the stairs and was there until like I moved it again. But like I would go to the steps to go up the stairs and like, scare myself because I'm there. <laughs> looking back at and it scared her, too. And then I brought it downstairs in the kitchen last night right. when she was coming downstairs into the kitchen. I scared her again with it. And it's actually it, it made its way down. I have it at the bottom of the steps of my basement. Uh, I can see it from here. Um, so it's still it's still kind of like catches you other the corner of your eye if you're walking through the kitchen and look down the, the steps. That's funny. I didn't <laughs> think we get this this far into the, the cardboard cutout of, of John know, Bob. Yeah, the legend
1: continues. And you're dealing with the Brennan Brisk band. This is the kind yes, of stuff. This is good.
0: This so. is good. This is good. What were we talking about before we started this thing?
1: Scene, I guess.
0: Oh no, well you were you were saying um that no one wants to ask you questions. Uh
2: Yeah, what's up with that,
0: Justin? I don't know. That's that's how I was going to say. You guys haven't talked
2: yet, so you guys are dominating. I'm just letting you guys go. We just got a lot of like dominant uh, conversation energy going on over here. I'm an active listener. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be right. Yep, Uh, we tried, Popka. We we wanted people to ask us questions, but
0: well, so like I I create. Obviously, I wanted to get the V Spot involved. Uh, They're uh, a huge supporter of the local scene. Um. I always I don't want to say joke, but like it's it's one of those running things that like if you get to play at the V Spot, you've made it. Um, just because it's a you know, it's not a huge club venue by any means, but it's still a, a cool place to play and it's non-smoking now, which is super cool, in my opinion. Um but it's got a good vibe. It's got, you know, like I said, Vinny and, and Frank are very supportive of this the scene and uh oh, great guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to get them in the, into the, the fold and I'm trying to think of a way to kind of incorporate them. And, you know, they, 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 they serve shots at at uh, the V spot. And I'm like shots, like take a shot. And I'm like, Oh, maybe we'll try and get listeners and fans of the band and maybe listeners of the podcast involved in the conversations with, you know, you guys. Cause I, I don't do these live. These are recorded. Um, so I thought, all right, we'll take a shot, ask these guys, you know, a question. And, um, don't feel bad you're not the first one i've done that didn't it's a great idea man it's a great idea it's that facebook algorithm man I yeah well well i mean so i shouldn't say that no one asks i put it on instagram too i put a a question and we can just get right into it we'll get it out of the way take it take a shot brought to you by the v spot bar in scranton uh where is it at And I don't know if this was a joke or uh, (laughs) Philip P Walsh. (laughs) Yes, He, he wants to know who is Gabriel.
1: Music for Gabriel.
0: Oh, uh, okay. wow.
2: I actually that's that's listened to it, that question. song yesterday and did was like, I wonder if that is. A I question. don't know if I've ever stated this one. I got it. I got the story. On there. There. So, is that a good question then? Is that is that good a good question? question. That's, okay. actually, cool. that's
0: a really good question. All right, Philip. Do you want to answer it? Philip oh, no. Walsh, thank you.
2: <laughs> not, not I know the answer, not, but I um, not, not refuse to elaborate. I was just bragging rights. I right. was supposed to have a twin brother in the womb. And I ate him in the womb, I absorbed him. Like it's called vanishing twin syndrome. Is, it, is this for real? This is, <laughs> this is 100% real, I'm not making okay. this up. Okay. Um, Yeah, my mother got the ultrasound and she was supposed to have twins and then after time it just turned into one and it's a real thing where one of the embryos just absorbs the other one out of just, I don't know. But so I was supposed to have a twin brother and my father always told me that his name would be Gabriel. And when I was composing that song on the album Relax Lavania, like most songs, it feels like you're not writing it. It feels like you're like a vessel and, and something, um, some energy is like coming through you to play. And it there was something real like childlike and like innocent about the song that made me think like, you know, like what if there are still parts of my twin brother inside of me? Like what if that's like a dualistic part of my personality in a way Mm -hmm. so i dedicated that song to my twin brother gabriel who i I ate in the the womb pretty pretty heavy stuff right
0: that's interesting yeah maybe that's how you're so talented you are two people
2: (laughs) i appreciate that man right Um, maybe i could blame it on something now and i'm like you know when i feel like i'm two different personalities yeah i guess you could who would who would know, right? Justin's a Gemini, so he's calm and collective, and then an absolute psychopath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <As> <laughs> Thank you. he sits <laughs> up straight and
0: breathes deeply. I'll
1: take that <laughs>
0: as a... So that's. I was not expecting that. Like I saw yeah, the, the that's good question one. come through. That's Phil. And I'm like, is this even a real question? I'm like, I don't even know what this means. I'm like, really good it. Phil
2: story. Um, we played at Carl Hall for the Outback series. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Phil had on our T-shirt, the Relax Slovenia T-shirt. He had a Dustin Douglas hat on. <laughs> he had Bob Lewis sunglasses, <laughs> and then he had like there was one more band. Oh, the Tribe. He had Tribe like hoodie. Or something like he had he tied around his waist. Oh, oh yeah, thing. yeah, tied around his waist. So he had all four <laughs> bands that were playing merch <laughs> on him, and I'm just like, man, like Phil, like look at him, like just being Phil, just supporting arts locally. And shout out to Phil, great dude. The
1: NEPA super fan,
0: great dude. That's some. That's a uh, some heavy hitters there. That's a great lineup. That was a really fun time. Yeah, I mean, that was a great series that AJ put on last year. I mean, um, you know, from a from a local. Uh, standpoint when you know the the world is middle of a pandemic and we can't go inside and he's like fuck it i'm gonna go outside and you know he booked a fantastic acts all summer long
2: he really did um yeah. speaking of the pandemic i'm just thinking of it now now that we're like on a podcast because like, i don't even think we ever really got to talk about this um <clears throat> we released relaxylvania was it 2020 yes i'm trying to think of when it was right before uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was. It was literally like right when everything happened with George Floyd, and like the world changed so much. You know, like like a lot of like it's just such a, a crazy part of history to be a part of where that happened, and um, it made us feel very insignificant because it's like okay, like here's this album that we worked on for four years, and then it's like these really significant things happened in the world with the pandemic. And also, you know, like the Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, like everything that was happening there, which was really important, that needed to be, you know, discussed and handled yeah. in it, society. Like, it
1: peaked like a week after yeah. we released the album. It was very, very close. So we like couldn't, we didn't feel it was right to just start yeah. slamming every social media platform. Like
2: I didn't even want to promote the album. <laughs> like I felt like it's so insignificant to what's actually happening in the world right now that it's like, you know, like the world needs arts, but it was like, this is way more important. Like the world really needs to take a look at what's happening because this has been going on forever and, and it just needs to, it needs to stop. But other than that, um, I'd like to talk about astrology days records. Cause, um, I saw that that was happening locally and, um, it was just such a really cool thing to see. Um, I've always been a fan of indie labels and, um, just, Looking at Astrology Day Records, they had such cool artists on there, and so I reached out to them when I was releasing Relax Slovenia, and I was like, "Um, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I have this album that I just completed. Like, I want to release it, but I don't really have anywhere to release it. And um, I ended up talking to John Kimock, who's one of the founders, along with Pappy from Cabinet. And uh, he really dug the music and what he really liked about it is that it reminded him of Pennsylvania. Like it reminded him of all the music that he was making when he lived in Pennsylvania. And he's like, you know, like I'm going to give you guys a shout out, like, let's stay in touch. Like, this is really great. And uh, after a few months of the album being released, it's like people really liked it, but it didn't go anywhere. So he's like, let's release it like again under Astrology Day's records. And so we did um, through their band camp. And um, it's just been a pleasure to be on that label and work with those people. Um, It's just a really cool um, collective of musicians and artists that are just trying to put out good art. You know, there's no like hidden motives or anything. It's just we want to make good music. Um, they've been very helpful to us, um, giving us opportunities to just try and get our music out there, man. That's, that's our goal, is, is we love to play music. We try to be the best musicians we can. We hope that the music that we put out there is enjoyed by people, that it inspires them, that it takes them out of the everyday bullshit that we all face. And um, they seem to be good proprietors and just people that want to help us get it out there. Yeah, for
0: sure. And, and for those listening and who may not know you, I mean, like, who is the Brendan Brisk band? Like, what are you guys all about?
2: Good question. Because, um, I've always been a home studio guy. I've played music my entire life. Um, my father was like a country musician, um, just playing like local bars and stuff. Um, he and my uncle Nick had the Brisk brothers, which was like, you know, bar room blues band, uh, country tunes, Americana, Southern rock type stuff. And, uh, they had a pretty good following like tri-state area. And so I was around music forever growing up. Um, and so I've always also enjoyed like computers when I was young. So once I figured out I could record music on a computer, that was it. Like I just, that's been my hobby is just always recording. I went to music recording, um, technology, uh, At LCC, music recording technology classes, and got my degree there and uh, learned a lot. And I've just been recording music since. And it never really came to a point where I thought I would be performing my music live. Um, I played in two bands in the area, Half Dollar and Fake Fight. And um, it came to a time where, you know, like we kind of all just went our separate ways. And uh, Sean Flynn, who you probably know, he Mm -hmm. was doing a folk night at the bog he was like, why don't you play solo, man? Like, why don't you open up for us? And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I was going to do a one-man band thing where, like, I had, like, a uh, like a kick and a snare and, like, had my guitar and I would sing. And then he's like, you know what? I'm switching up. Like, I'm going to have a full band. And I was like, well, shit, I have to have a full band too. You know, like, I don't want to just be, like, this one solo guy. So I reached out to Justin and Bernie. I said, hey, like, let's just do this once. Like, because I was, like, you know, like, nervous. I was, like, hey, like, fun jamming with you guys like would you want to just do this once like a blues band thing and they were like yeah man and we didn't it feel like we've been playing for like years
3: oh yeah it was really easy really fun it was just from the get-go there was just some type of propulsion behind it and I always felt really fun and I always looked forward to jamming with Brendan so I
2: think it kind of just catapulted from there yeah and i just remember those early jam sessions like in my mom's house in the living room like just playing really loud blues music and it's it's really good and it's kind of like scaring me of like you know like you probably hear bands talk about a lot how it's hard to find like like-minded people and people that you really gel with and from day one we were just all three of us were locked in and so we had the blues band we were only going to do it for one night but people were like this is great so we kept doing it getting better shows and playing around and uh I've always been really in the jazz music and I wanted another um, element to the band. I wanted horns. So I reached out to uh, Ross Aswa and um, he was busy at the time. He said, dude, I got so much going on, but I would love to introduce you to a trumpet player. I know named miles. And I already like knew miles from playing in a band elephants dancing. And I always thought like, wow, that guy's really good. I was kind of like nervous. I was like, there's no way that this guy is going to jam with us. And sure enough, he was like, Yeah, sure. You know, and he came in and I just remember walking to that first practice. He was early and I heard him like warming up upstairs and I was like, there it is. And ever since he's been in the band, it's taken us in such a different direction that it's no longer blues music, obviously. And it's like, I didn't want to keep doing blues music forever. I love blues music, but for me as an artist and a musician, it's not something that like I could stay doing. I love all different genres and it's a, it's an original band. Now we don't really play bar gigs or any type of like cover gigs. We're strictly focusing on our original music. Miles has taken what we do to a whole other level. if not like five other levels.
0: It's amazing what uh, just adding that horn can do. Like it, it, it's like, so I've had the privilege of, of hearing your upcoming EP. Is that a secret?
2: Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily a secret. Um, Did I just blow up? I'll edit this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we, we've uh, actually had um, a really cool magazine from the area, EP Audio, do a review of it. Um, we've been kind of secretive about it, but it's more or less like if people want to know about it, they'll find out about it. So okay. we're not just like plastering it on billboards like, hey, we got a new EP, and uh, we're still trying to figure out how we want to go about releasing it. So you could look forward to some singles coming out. Um, we have a music video that we're wrapping up with the very talented Ryan Wood, who did the music video for Chai Ti Tai Chi. Yeah, and Oh, yeah, he's incredible. We're very lucky. Um, we've had such luck working with some of the like, most talented people in the area. And um, just going back to what we said before, I feel like some of the best – creatives in the area are like underground or like not heard of and and they deserve so much more spotlight and Ryan Wood is definitely one of those people Um, so I'm really looking forward to releasing a new music video from one of the tracks off the EP and uh, yeah you're definitely one of the first people to hear it
0: well I mean I won't talk about it too much we'll we'll leave leave it a a mystery so to speak but like
2: (laughs) feel free to say whatever you want about
0: it well no I mean like I mean the opening song Um, I I believe it's, it's the, what you, the way you sent it to me is, is it's how it's going to be released. Yep. All right. So I think it started off with sofa circuit, correct?
2: That's going to be the music video.
0: I mean, yeah, that, that's, I think that's the standout of the EP. Um, and it just like, I don't know, I was in my car listening to it and I just felt like there's these certain songs that like take you to like a mountaintop, right? Like just above everything. And like, you feel like you're bigger than, everything else and that that that's me that song like that's that took me there um eagle was a great song as well um so i'm excited for you guys to put out this music and it just it's cool like i don't know if it's my older age or just my if i'm evolving as like a a, a music consumer that like i wasn't always about you know the the horn you know portion of music i would just but now i hear it and i'm like wow this is just like excellent it's weird if that makes sense
2: i think it's making a comeback i feel you like what it is have always been cool and then like saxophone made a huge comeback yeah, in like, like the yeah. 2010s i want to say like all the i think it has a lot of
1: music with a lot with how um like jazz is moving into hip-hop now and they're both very much like together like almost every hip-hop artist is like pulling from major jazz artists and like forcing them to collaborate all the time and that's kind of like what the big music is now like i know like Fly, flying lotus did a lot of that and then kendrick did a bunch of that and now it's just like kind of everyone has it on their tracks and stuff and you're like oh there's there's that sax player like i don't know uh, i trying to think kamazi Kamasi, is a big one kamazi washington yeah. plays on like almost everything
2: that was the one i was checking. So yeah, but just horns in general, man. I'm I'm appreciating the Renaissance. I think they've finally found their way back into uh, pop music. The new Harry Styles album, that first track, it's like the horns are just like front and
1: center. There's a, like, actually a local trumpet player from here named Laura. Uh, who I, I can't remember what high school she went to, but she plays in the Brass Orchestra in Scranton with Cheryl Boga once in a while. She played live with Harry Styles in, in the horn band. So. I did not Local know that. trumpet player awesome. from this area. Yeah, that she's, so she's cool. awesome.
2: She's a really, really good trumpet player.
0: Harry Styles, while he's very talented, is
2: disgusting. It's crazy how <laughs> I he was never on my radar. And then Dustin Douglas actually was like, dude, you hear that? Harry saw a solo, and I'm like, no. I'm like laughing at him. I'm like, no. And he's like, listen to it. And I was yeah. like, cool. Like, what are you talking about? I listened to it. That's still like an album. That first solo album, I revisit it like all the
0: time. Do I just lose power? Yeah, I think it says to change the battery pack. Oh, that's
2: awesome. <laughs> Let me go ahead and change it. Can so you we're still just, hear us? We're just dis- Yeah,
0: I can still hear you. No, you're good. I was actually gonna like it started blinking on the screen. I'm like you were talking, I didn't want to interrupt you. But no, so he's got that song called "Watermelon Sugar," Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "That's that song is disgusting." (laughs) So, no, it's it's good. It's good. So it's good in uh, a music sense. But do you know what Watermelon Sugar is?
1: Oh, you mean disgusting in a moral sense? Yes, (laughs) I
0: don't actually know what it's about. Well, I'm not going to tell you.
2: I, I feel like now my, probably like no one knows I think you should sure. say it. No, I can't.
0: <laughs>
2: Bernie loses the video. Now, he's, <laughs> yeah. now he
0: gets all this courage to yeah. be like, yeah, you should do it. <laughs> say it.
1: <laughs> now he's free to do it. Well, my, my imagination is running wild on what that could be. I'll Google what it. I, Oh, I've, okay. And while
0: you're while you're googling that, Google Blue Waffle. <laughs> yeah, that's. The I mean, same do we really know if that's
3: what it's
2: about? I don't
0: know. I mean, who who knows? Who cares? Right? Is the camera up now? It's up, oh yeah, it's just moving. Oh yeah, this interview is great. It's the best. Listen, I, don't, I have like five listeners. It's fine. Uh, it's not centered. I think you're good. Actually. All yeah. right. okay. You're good. But uh, I, I was at uh, James Barrett's uh, release back in, I want to say September last year. Um, he put out a great album. Um, but uh, he had the guy from Modern Ties, Jesse, I think it is. Yeah, Jesse. And the song that they performed, Jesse pulled out the trumpet and it was like, holy shit. Like, where did this come from? Um, it was such a cool like aspect of that song that wasn't recorded on the album, and I feel like he should go back and do that because it was just like, wow, this is incredible.
1: Jesse and I actually played trumpet together when we were both in high school and did a lot of that stuff together. And there you go. Jesse majored in classical trumpet, so that's like his his main thing, or used to be his main thing.
0: That kid, yeah, he's so cool. I don't know what it is about him. He just kind of like, I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, you guys know him, but uh, yeah. It's just cool. I mean, the, the horns and, and just it's just I was um, I was very impressed with the uh, the lead song off this new EP.
2: Appreciate that, man. Um, yeah. That's definitely what we try to do with our music is take the listener to just somewhere else, because there's that music that you kind of have on in the background that, you know, you party to and you hang out. But I've always wanted to make an immersive experience with my music. So really means a lot, man
0: i think you definitely did that i mean I've, I've never you know i'll admit that i've never like i didn't sit down with relaxylvania and kind of go song by song um i played your songs on the radio but this was the first time i kind of like put it on and paid attention and i was just like this is this is
2: great <laughs> thank you man thank you that's awesome so. yeah the um inspiration for that album really was i was listening to a lot of music on spotify as i always do and um a lot of more modern music was coming on. And I've always been like a vintage guy. Like I always want my music to sound like really high five vintage stuff. But um, there's this label stones throw. It's like hip hop kind of label. And they're putting out just this really fat music, like the kick drum's super loud and like the snare, like really slaps. And it's just like such a like fat sounding music. And I'm like, I want an album that sounds fat like that, like, even though the music might not be hip hop, like I want it to have that same really loud smashing quality to it. And through talking to uh, John Kimmock, who's, you know, Astrology Days Records founder, uh, he recommended Phil Jolie, who um, worked for 10 years as the head engineer at Electric Lady Studios in New York City, Jimi Hendrix's studio that he built. And uh, some of my favorite records were recorded there Um, But through talking to him, he's like, yeah, man, like, I would love to work with you. He really dug Relaxylvania. And uh, everybody who worked on this current EP is from Pennsylvania. So it was funny how, like, we put, like, a team together from Pennsylvania. Um, He did such an insane job of mixing it to get it to sound that fat. And I remember when he sent us the first mixes, like, they were, like, too loud like to base. And you know, I was like, Phil, like it's great, but like back it up. He's like, it's like, I'm sorry, man. He's like, I like to push it. Like, you know, like he works with, like, he's worked with Kanye. He's worked with common. Damn. Um, he's worked with like Lana Del Rey the strokes. Like he's worked with a lot of like really big name artists and, uh, he just has such a great ear and he's such a great guy. And he really helped us take this EP to that level that I really set out for it to be from the beginning uh, we also this is the first album that we recorded mostly in a studio. My first two albums I recorded from home by myself. Uh, and this album we recorded in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, at Shard's recording studio um, with Matt Mulchaney. and he not only engineered it and recorded it, but also helped us produce it. Like he got the best takes possible out of us and I mean you guys can all agree like it was just a great hang like Mm. we were just having fun um it was obviously stressful because we only had five days to do it I took a week off work and I had this like spreadsheet like itinerary of like we'll do this this day we'll do this and like stuff's carrying over and and so like obviously like there were times where like we were really cutting it close but that's good for me because I'm a perfectionist it took me four years to finally Release Relaxolineum with this one. I was limited. It's like you only have this time. There's and only so
1: many shits you can give. Like you exactly. Can't, you can't, like, exactly. Fixate too much on.
2: And I did still record some piano stuff at home. Uh, we worked with Angelo uh, Maraglia, who works with the tribe, and okay. a Young Lion, and he played on the first track, Sofa Circuit, and a song called Rubberneck. And he's like, dude, he's like, you got to get Carl. To play sax on this carl krupa who also plays with the tribe and some bands from the area and uh he played on the i think it's the second track rubbernecking and uh he just took that song like to a whole other place so i love the local collaboration of um musicians that i really look up to because angelo's another guy who i'm like man like he, he would want to play on my tracks and sure enough he played on relaxylvania he played on this one, and um, everybody's just real nice and receptive, and uh, they're always taking our music to like this next level. I've always been a big fan of collaboration lately.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny. I always say this too. Like, it's so cool to see artists working together and you know adding to different songs and different different EPs and albums because. You know when I, you know, first got into the scene, and I, I say that like the scene, you know, being when I was twenty one, because I was able to go out to the bars and 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 watch, you know, live music on a local level. It wasn't like that back in two thousand four uh, or two thousand three. Um, it was very cutthroat. It was very like, you know, our bit, our band deserves all this, and your bands deserve nothing. It was really really strange. So it's really cool to see now how. You guys all work together.
2: Yeah, music's not a competition, and I feel like a lot of yeah. artists kind of get that mentality, whether it's just from their own life experience or who knows. But uh, I'm glad that I kind of realized along the way myself that like we got to support each other, especially as, as a scene, like you say. Um, and uh, there's so many different types of scenes around here. If anything, I feel like with our music, it's kind of hard to find our, like, niche, you know, mm-hmm. like, our, our spot. Um, but at the same time, what we do brings in so many different types of people, which I really dig. Like, you know, there'll be, like, moms listening to our stuff while they clean the house. There'll mm-hmm. be people listening to it when they drive. Like, so I do appreciate that people who do tune into what we do, they're from all different walks of life. Whereas I feel like with some types of genres you know it's just like this is me when i'm a teenager and that's it you know what i mean yeah and what would you consider yourselves
1: yeah that's that's not a million dollar question yeah, what yeah. would
2: you what would you consider us
0: i'd like to know that <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know yeah, yeah, that people
1: one. ask like what kind of music <clears throat> do you play like before <clears throat> that new york gig like yeah. a lego piece Lego, Lego pieces and
3: everything, you know?
1: I like Lego or piece. we Lego music. <laughs> yeah, Lego music. Just start saying that and not explain what that means. I think people will get it, and
2: that'll, that'll help. Get shirts made out? Yeah.
0: I want to say, like... It's I don't know, like... Band. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brick band? We, we were <laughs> once
2: billed in Philly as the Brandon Brick band, which sure. was awesome. My name gets butchered. It's hilarious. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great.
0: Not sure how. I mean, it just kind of... Uh,
2: it's like, Just say it how it's spelled. People think it's like a stage name too. Like that's my real name, you know. Like so. Is it psych psych rock? Would you say uh, it's psychedelic? AJ psychedelic AJ art? Jump. AJ Jump said we sounded psychedelic R and B, like rhythm and blues, which I dug that. And uh I think we have funk elements, we have jazz elements. We're obviously psychedelic. Um psychedelic themes have always been in my art, whether it's drawing, uh music, anything really so it's tough man it's tough to put us in a box
0: yeah i mean like I'll say, i say i mean i definitely get a blues vibe even though you say you're not blues but there's definitely like hints of that right
2: yeah yeah i mean it's my foundation so yeah. i can definitely that and I, I feel like blues is the foundation of a lot of music um so yeah blues pop
0: but like not pop like like britney spears yeah, just like popular, like there's like a lot just of hook, a lot of yeah. hook-centric stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, there's nothing wrong with Britney Spears. Yeah, man, huge Britney. <sighs> Britney, <you> know, <sighs> Britney Spears vibe from now
0: uh, on.
1: You know what? I you don't can wear know. wear the Britney Spears nah, mic. Not You're not gonna do it. You refuse.
3: I, I, am I'm, I'm just saying, there's nothing, nothing wrong with pop and, and mainstream pop. Mm-hmm.
0: There's not. I mean, I'm a huge uh, Nickelback fan. People make fun of me. I like Creed.
2: That's fine.
0: Whatever. I that. mean. You know there's a reason why they sold how many records right
2: yeah like that i watched a really good youtube video on that about like how like people um talk down upon like those types of bands and it's like here they are selling out places all across so um it's an interesting catch 22 with that where like there's such a strong hatred towards these things but yet there's still a very concrete fan base you know yeah. I mean? sometimes like- musicians that
3: play behind the songs too are it's incredible session wise. Who mm-hmm. was actually playing on a lot of popular recordings, even writing them too, penning them for someone else? Very yeah,
2: true. Pop is a machine.
0: Yeah, who's the guy from uh Fun and uh, was Jack, Jack, Jack Antoff?
2: Oh, yeah, another guy from Elect. He's been like a producer basically. Now. Yeah, he's, he's wrote, written a
0: lot of records, tons of stuff for like people you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah there's that too i don't know but i'm worried about britney spears
1: we all are we're all pulling for
2: i'm not following it so i I got a lot of like
1: crazy instagram rants going on and like justified she has a lot of anger that you know a lot of stuff going on i don't know how it's developed but you know
2: I never would have thought we'd bring up Britney Spears. This is she's, she's awesome. She's just time like just. Time. Yeah. She
1: yeah.
0: just got married.
1: Toxic. Toxic. Who she remarried? Toxic. To? Great. Half dollar. I don't know.
0: A younger, a younger gentleman.
1: <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you had your finger on the pulse of this whole
0: situation. <laughs> no, I, well, you know, it's one of those things. Like, it's weird. I, I, I hate. Like, I love the fact that I record these in case like something happens. Um, but I also like I record them and I'll release them like a week later sometimes. And the one time I taught, I was talking to the guy, Eric from Traverse the Abyss and we were talking about, uh, Bertie Spears. I don't know why she gets brought up so much in these conversations, but, uh, (laughs) but like it was a very, just just, like her behavior is very odd. And then like, I think between the time that we recorded that and the time it was released, like she was pregnant and they lost, they lost that baby. Um, and I don't, know, I don't want to say that she's lying, but like the behavior, like she came out and said, "Oh, we lost our baby," and then the next day she's on Instagram, like dancing like a weirdo, like she always does, mm-hmm. like nothing ever happened. And I understand that people deal with things in their own way, but like I don't know, like
2: that's odd. Yeah,
0: my wife and I have had like you know we we've, we've lost
2: some. You've, di-
1: you've dissected this. Like you've
0: been through that. And it's like my first, my first inclination wasn't to go on Instagram and dance in front of a camera, like a weirdo. Like, so I don't want to say she's like a liar. I'm like, did this really happen? Like, did she do this because she was looking for attention? Did she make it all up? Like, and then who am I to even like say that out loud? (laughs) Social media
2: is so weird. Like, like it's good for a lot of things, but we all know that it has its, uh, downfalls and a lot of it comes down to just how people use it and i think that it becomes a veil for a lot of people where they don't even see reality anymore because all they see is what's inside of this website and how they present themselves to the world through a website and i'll be honest with you like there were many times in my life where i was sucked into that especially in like my early 20s like really became prominent and uh now I'm in a part of my life where, like, I know how to detach from it. But not only that, like, I strictly use it to promote my music. Um, it's such a great tool for artists, musicians, any type of artist or creative person, just anyone. Um, it's a great platform to get your music and art out there. So I love Instagram. Um, face. Like I said, Facebook, the algorithms have just been really strange lately. Um, things that you wouldn't expect to take off, do, and then... Things that it's like, oh, this, it, it doesn't. It's weird.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you, like you mentioned earlier, um, how you just want to get your your music out there and, and people hear it. Um, how do you do that? I mean, we live in a world now, you know, singles, and you mentioned Facebook and Instagram, the algorithms, and you have Spotify, you have Apple, you have all these outlets. Um, and this it's all good stuff, right? It's 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 really cool to be able to have, you know, everything that, the 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 tip of your finger and have access to any song you want to listen to but i mean as a as a musician um at your level like how do you how do you get to that next level how do you break through like all the noise like how do you how do you do it
2: that's a really good question because i feel like music is oversaturated at this point um every there's so many great artists out there and it's tough to kind of find your spot in that sea and wave of talent um it's like interesting how you can find so many different types of music at any given time like you said and uh just with like band camp like there's just billions and billions of fantastic indie artists there's music from the 60s and 70s that still sound good today that nobody knows about that was like recorded mm-hmm. way back in the day but never got an official release so ultimately i think word of mouth is really like one of the best ways to get your music like out there um obviously we promote a lot on social media when we're ready to release something um, but it's just such an interesting way how people ingest music now, and it's different from when you had a record, you had a CD, and it was a way more immersive experience, whereas now your drive is just like, I don't like this click, and you're into the next thing that the computer thinks you'll like. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough, but at the end of the day, I know that we do have people listening to our music, and like that's a win for me, even if it's one person. That really enjoys it. Um, that makes me feel fulfilled for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's such a, a it's a blessing and a curse. Is what I say about the internet. Like, I mean, I love the fact that I can get new music from my favorite artists every month or two, as opposed to waiting for two years for a new record. Um, I love the fact that I can go online and see what they're up to and what they're doing, and they're sharing their lives with me. Um, but it's it's so overwhelming to it to an extent. It's like, and I think like we're just the way things are now. Like, if, like you said, if we don't like it, we just skip it. We just like go right past it. And like, I feel like once the, once you pass it, like it's it's gone. Yep. It's off your radar. Like, I mean, I, I always say this too like, watching a movie. I mean, I miss going to Blockbuster on a Friday night with your girlfriend, getting a pizza, getting a movie, like, and just being able to, like, you have a limited selection of things to, to watch. Like, this is what's available right now. That's it. Same with music. Like, you can go in the gallery of sound or whatever it might be. And, and, like, this is what is you have access to at the moment. So pick something, right?
2: And it's an experience in itself doing for that. sure.
0: I mean, yeah. I I I can tell you so many records that I bought, um, you know, back in the day, like, you know, who who was working that day. You know, there's been times where I've been just been going through uh CDs and like I'll hear something like someone was playing over the, the the speaker system in the store, and I went to, up to the guy who was working. I'm like, who is this? It was John Mayer, actually. Which by the way, I feel like there's a lot of uh Uh, in the guitars listen john mayer vibes in the guitar i don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing i think it's a good thing but i hate
2: uh, Uh, i i turned around with john mayer there was there was a time where i didn't like john mayer and uh i want to say like six or seven years ago i I finally got it and it's when i started paying attention to songwriting and lyrics because i used to only listen to the instruments Mm i i for most of my life i wouldn't listen to the lyrics I would just hear the production, the bass, like the drums. So uh, once I started focusing on lyrics, that's when John Mayer's music really uh, came through. And I mean, I've seen him play with the dead. He's he's an, an unbelievable talent. Um, but it's really funny, too, when people try to make fun of me and they're like, okay, John Mayer. And I'm just like, I like that dude. So <laughs> it's all good. You know, like that's like a, a guitar meme of like tell any guitarist, okay, John Mayer, and they'll get all heated. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was a big John Mayer fan when he first came out, too. And everyone was like, I, I got made fun of. Like, I mean, you had the, the song, Your Body's a Wonderland. And it was kind of like, yeah. whatever. But no, um, going-
2: uh, One of the tracks off the album, Extra Time, I feel like, um, I, I want to say if it was Born and Raised, an album by John Mayer, or uh, Paradise Valley, um, I feel like some of the vibes from that album came through in the production of that song on this album so that's cool that you picked up on that
0: yeah cool i'm glad that uh was kind of accurate there but yeah i'm going back to like you know the whole like consuming you know media and things like it's just overwhelming i spend more time you know going through spotify you know listening to 10 seconds of song not liking it going to the next or you know movie night with the wife it's like what are you going to watch? I don't know. So you're you're flipping through Netflix and Amazon and Disney and whatever. It's a million things. You're spending more time looking than you are actually watching something. It's just like...
2: It I'm just, really bad with my watch later lists and uh, on Spotify, I probably have like 100 playlists of like albums that I'm like, I want to listen to this. And then I never do. How do you so get to literally it? You just have like all these albums that I don't ever get around to listening to, but I'm like, that looks cool that <laughs> There's not
3: listening. enough time. Like, exactly. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I've, I've basically. Uh, turned, I basically started watching video essays as opposed to documentaries because they're 15 minute documentary chunks. Get it through. And, and, you know, I, I like the, I like the bread and butter uh, factoids, you know. Mm-hmm. Come... all the content it's digestible. Yeah. yeah, it's digestible, and you learn quickly. But yeah. some people, you know, you do lose that that heart and that soul to to, to content. So it's it's a pro and con. Infinite
0: content. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of musicians like the like the single releases because now you don't you don't have to sit down and create a full album. You can like focus on one song. And you promote that one song as if you're promoting an album, so that, that's kind of neat too. And it's like, you know, but maybe you write a song and you put it out there, and like it doesn't get received as, as well as you thought it might. That's okay. You know, two months later, you can do a new song, and that song you just put out never existed. Old news. Like this is the new one, new thing now. So
2: exactly.
0: that's kind of cool too. Like I said it's. A, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Um, but
2: I've always appreciated an album as a whole, and I mean like. Throughout the 90s, like, I loved CDs. Like, I would just, like, sit down while I was listening to the CD and flip through the book and look at the art and just absorb it. And Mm -hmm. I finally got to do that with Relaxylvania, I think. Um, My first album, that was the goal, was I just always wanted to release an album. Um, But with this one specifically, too, like, I was ready to release it just, like, as a chunk. And people were telling us, like, you should probably release singles first. And I'm just, like, not hip on what's like what you're supposed to do now, because I'm still caught up on what I dug when I was younger and like really taking albums in as a whole. So um, we're going to do the single thing for this
0: album for sure. Yeah. It's interesting that you're like that though, because like you're young, you're 30 years old. So you're, mm-hmm. you're of the age of, of like that way of doing things exactly. as opposed to like, you know, albums to me. I don't know you're gonna No, it system. definitely is and
2: people have, have mentioned that about it. it's like huh like it's interesting that like you still approach it in this way but that's just always how I've thought and yeah. um, I'm a big record guy too I collect albums so uh, yeah it's it's always been the package deal for me um, I'm also usually doing the artwork myself too because once again just going back to that perfectionist thing like I'll have other people do it and it never comes close um, I, I always have a very specific vision in what we're doing and I'm really excited to see what we do next as the Brendan Brisk band because it's going to be collaborative, which in this last album, I would say it was like a 60-40, like it was 60% me, but these guys had so much input on all the other songs. For better and for worse. Well, there's, yeah. But, like,
1: you know, there's some banging, you know, yeah, every once in a while. But that's but, good. Yeah.
2: Um, if anything, I feel like these guys always take it to somewhere it should have always been. I kind of get very caught up and it needs to sound this way. And then someone does something different, your ear perks up and it's like, that's it. Like, let's do that instead. Um, so it's. Re- I'm really looking forward to what we release next and what we work on next, because I feel like we're going to take our time and, and do everything that we see fit. And it's going to be like, you know, a stew of all of our personalities and musicianship in the forefront, which this album is a taste of that, I think. Um, but I really look forward to the future with these guys. I wouldn't want to mm. play with anyone else. Um, they're my best friends and we have a great time. We used a lot of unique uh, instrumentation too. What a lot of background. Definitely. We did um, a lot of experimenting with weird instruments. Bernie's on theremin in one of the songs, like in the background, uh, Little toy pianos that were in the studio, bells. Um, his drum set looked ridiculous during the second track. Uh, I don't want to say very Mark Juliana inspired, like all the Morph beat stuff and like just everything piled on the drum set and like a garbage can. And like there's, um, there was a lot of like just trying things out. Um, it was fun to do it that way and demo things out and let the songs take on a life of their own. Yeah,
0: was it hard for for you to kind of let these guys in? And I say that because um, you mentioned you're a perfectionist, right? Mm. And people like that tend to want control. Um, and I've heard things about Brendan Brisk, um, where people don't necessarily understand that it's not it's not a bad thing. They just say, oh, he's a perfectionist. He like what he likes things a certain way, like he's hard to work with or he's difficult to work with. It's not a bad thing, right? It's just like you know what you want and you want it to sound how you want it to sound. Yeah. That's that's perfectly okay.
1: I wouldn't say you're difficult to work with though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean. No.
3: I think he found three other perfectionists that show sure the same vision. <laughs> maybe that's so true. It's yeah. kind of like
1: we're all difficult. Yeah. Okay, to yeah, with. that's fair. Yeah, maybe that's Maybe it. I need um, to look in a mirror.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was difficult to let these guys in because I'll have ideas that I'll ask for. Like, hey, can you try this? Um, but at the end of the day, I'm always willing to let anyone else in this band try something or change things to make it something different and i really really appreciate that about these guys that not only are they dedicated to seeing my vision through but after a while it becomes our vision
0: right so i don't want you to take what i said in a bad way it's just yeah. it's it it happens right it, it's and that's yeah, okay so. i mean it, it's not an insult and, and it's not me saying it either um, no. I couldn't even tell you who said it. it was. It was probably just in passing somewhere, um, and I couldn't say otherwise because I, I don't know you.
2: I'm very, very like picky about how things need to be. Um, That's when okay. It comes to music, I think in general, but I don't know. I think I've definitely like let things um, up to chance and just trying new things out. Um, if anything, with my first album, like that one, I did entirely by myself because it was like, okay, like this is how it needs to be. But it was also a great learning experience. I feel like it was good for me to get that out of the way because now all I ever want to do is work with other people and just um, work together on something that's better than one person could have ever done.
0: Yeah. And when I heard that it w- it was years ago. It was, it was a while ago. So obviously we grow, we we adapt and uh, again, I mean I don't I don't I don't see it as um, something that's a bad thing. But other people have their opinions on things. Who cares, right? Yeah, man. Everybody's got an yeah. opinion. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, good. Well, I mean, you guys are talented. I mean, the, the EP is is excellent. Um, I'm excited for you guys to release it and see how, you know, people receive it. Um, you know what's what's next for the the Brendan Brisk band? I know we talked about earlier. Um, you know, there's limited places to play around here. You try to to do those places, but also, you know, expanding outside this region is very important to you. There's a lot of great venues out there and obviously that's how you're going to get more listeners and and more exposure. is is being out there word of mouth. You know, what's, what's
2: next for you guys? I think definitely playing outside of the area is a big one, but we also love playing in the area because I think it's big to build a following um, where you're from and just getting the community involved, I think is a big thing. So I think we want to plan some free shows for sure in the area, just to get people involved and see what we're trying to do musically Um, But definitely playing out, we would love to jump on some festivals and just find where we belong in terms of our music because it's just so all over the place. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that would really appreciate our music, and it's just a matter of getting out to other areas so they could find us. Um, That's a big one. And uh, just as people, we're, we're always trying to become better musicians. We're always looking for that um higher peak and what we're able to do in our abilities and uh
0: yeah it's it's
2: great getting to work with these guys where we all kind of lift each other up we're never really putting each other down we're always um trying to get each other to be on that highest level we could possibly be as musicians
0: cool well the ep is called never everywhere and we have no release date yet no release date as of yet man no release date for the the uh the the single and the video. Nothing? Uh,
2: it'll probably be July. Most likely July, um, but I don't want to give any one okay. hundred dates just right. yet. Uh, but it's coming out soon. Definitely this year. We could say okay. that for sure. That that music video is definitely coming out this year.
0: Okay. And I saw you guys are pushing your YouTube channel.
2: We want to start doing more videos. Um, maybe even Shorter. some like more like humorous, yeah, <laughs> type things. Yeah, we found some TikToks. Well, it's weird that you say that because on Instagram,
1: <laughs> Instagram's got their reels, reels so yeah. they're, how they're going to rip off TikTok. And Brendan made two reels, not both of them ridiculous. The first one is Justin screaming at me to blow the horn <laughs> louder. And, louder, and he's just screaming at me. And the other one is us walking in New York City, and Justin has his arm with w- holding a bag weird.
3: And I'm rambling.
1: And he's just, and it's just us walking out of a parking garage, and Brendan making fun of him. <laughs> and both of those videos have gotten like over four thousand five hundred views in like
2: seconds. In
1: seconds, yeah. And is. like people you've never seen liking it and commenting on it, and it's just like, okay, so like, is this this is the path? People people like the
3: absurd, you know.
1: So we want to lean into that the comedy stuff because the the video too is going to be a little bit sillier than the last one we did. So
0: Well, I think, you know, having all these outlets, it's hard to keep up with. You now you have the Instagram Reels and the the TikToks. But I, it's another outlet where people can possibly find you. So it's like you have to be Yep. on all of them. It's crazy. But for sure. Well, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Um where can people find you on uh, the internet?
2: Uh, we have our Instagram. I believe it's Instagram.com slash Brendan Brisk. Uh, Facebook is Facebook.com slash Brendan Brisk music. Um, we're trying to revamp our website, which is Brendanbrisk.com. Um, I want to make it a little more interactive. So it's kind of like pretty bare bones right now. Cause I never made a website before and I'm like, we need one. So I just kind of like learned how to do one in two weeks and threw it together. Um, our YouTube channel, we're definitely pushing because we want to make more content for people. Brisk. Yeah, just uh, if you YouTube Brendan Brisk, and uh, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on any type of place you like to listen yeah. to music. But if I had to pick and choose, I'd say go Bandcamp because they actually support and pay the artists, and uh, as you know, with Spotify you're getting like half a cent every 500 plays or who knows. So, right. Um, it's it's cool to listen to music. I ingest a lot of music, but if if I really appreciate someone, I always support them and you know, buy the physical CD even if you can't play it, just having it somewhere and being able to see it.
0: Yeah, does Bandcamp still do the Bandcamp Fridays where all the proceeds or whatever go to the artists or I want to
2: say they do. Um I know they took it away for a while. Um, Yeah, don't quote me on that. But that's an awesome thing, Bandcamp Fridays, if you feel like supporting any type of musician or indie artist. And um, shout out again to Astrology Day Records. They've done a lot for us, um, for sure, and helped us get to another stepping stone. And, uh, yeah, we're we're just always walking up those stones. We're, We're on that upward climb to wherever we can get.
0: Is there a show that you have booked that people can uh, look forward to? or? So we have the benefit.
2: We're doing a benefit um, this Sunday for my cousin who passed away. Um, I'm trying to even think of, of where it is, but it's a cel- celebration of life for Jen. Uh, that, we have a gig at the Joint in Pittston, I believe it's called. Joint 52? Yes. 52. Uh, we're going to do an acoustic performance because they're pretty... Full band acoustic. Yeah, full band acoustic. It's like a smaller place. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because we're usually a pretty loud band, so it's cool to strip it back and give it that acoustic. We're gonna have Benjamin. Justin play the washboard.
0: There we go. Spoon. The spoons and stuff. Yeah, and
3: stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna grow my nails out starting now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when is that show? That's like nearby my house. Maybe I'll get out for one night.
3: Uh, cool, yeah. July, 22nd. July 22nd. Okay, probably 22nd. That's not. Joint 53.
2: 53. 53. One That's of those. Sort
0: of of those. those. <laughs> I'll probably be out of commission by then. I'll be. On full dad mode. There you go, man. That's it's good. It's exciting. Uh, that's yeah, but, exciting. I was hoping you were going to stay like next Saturday. I'm like, all right. Uh, I've got like two weeks of, of life left.
1: Yeah, we're all hitting vacation relatively yeah. soon. We nice. just did
2: like three gigs. Um, we were in New York City. We were, uh, geez, where else were we? We were playing yoga fest up in Montage Mountain. That was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we were all over the place and uh, looking forward to just, you know, taking some time off in July. I think that's important. Um, but after that, we're just gonna hit it again. We've been trying to book some more shows, definitely for um, late summer fall. So if you want to find them out, just look us up on social media. We're always yep. posting about them. Just run and brisk on all social media platforms.
0: Very cool. Well, never everywhere, new EP TBD TBD this year <laughs> This year. but uh, definitely looking forward to that. Guys, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. You know, hanging out with you like i said i i've known all of you i've i've seen the videos i've i've heard of your music before I've, so it's nice to be able to sit down and chat for a bit
2: yeah man likewise uh, i think it was the v-spot bathroom actually when you were like hey man would you want to be on the podcast and i was like absolutely is <laughs> that wild that was lot, that yeah wild? that's you were talking about the v-spot before i i just i just connected those two dots that's how this all happened uh, also, it was the uh, it was the music awards. The, yeah, well, <laughs> I may
0: have had a few drinks that night. <laughs> but you also mentioned uh, fake fight. Yeah, yeah. Were uh, you on the podcast? did you perform with them? We were, but I'm trying to think if you were on that one. I think I was. I was there.
2: I was there that for thing? that for sure. Yeah, that was so long ago. Almost a few. That like, uh, yeah, we. Were that on was that. a great
0: project. I I mean, I'm a huge fan of obviously Jordan and uh, Mike.
2: Mike Stack, yeah, Mike Steck. and his brother Steven who's on drums. Um, yep. everybody's still doing their own thing musically. Um it's just that we kind of all just shuffled it around, shuffled it around and ended yeah. up in like that's the thing, like you're always branching out to different things and uh yeah, that was a great project to be a part of. Um and if you like that music, check out everybody individually in that band. We all have something going on in the area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the stacks are very talented. Oh yeah. I think their dad is like some kind of doctor. Yep. Runs of the family. Talent <laughs> talent. So guys, thank you again. Enjoy your vacations. Thank you. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the freedom.
1: Oh yeah. Like our like we're our very... you got here. You say freedom on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like once we switched cameras, uh those were popping up. What's that? Uh the the freedom cans we, can... we got here.
0: I don't know. What are, what are, what are, oh no, what it what do you oh Budweiser, huh?
2: Yeah, just absolute freedom, man. Yep, that's man, what we're yeah. going for in July. Don't,
0: don't make fun of me. I'm uh, I'm drinking uh, the, the Natterdays. All right, strawberry we're lemonade. Yeah, level. man, that's that's the we're, same level. That's we're, we're, corn,
3: we're corn-fed boys. <laughs> <good. laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we well, couldn't think of a better note to go out. Yeah, on. that's that's the best note to cut. <laughs> Let's
0: cut it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy. Hopefully I'll I'll see you guys sooner than later.
2: Yeah, man. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks for having us us on the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you,
2: guys. Peace out. I'll see you. Later.